Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Good day, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Husband Factory. I am so glad to be here with you. I want to thank you all for listening. I just want to take out this time to thank you for listening. Thank you for those that share. It makes me so honored. I feel so privileged that you would do that. And for those who share with your friends, thank you so much. And for those who've written me reviews, I'm so grateful for your support. And I really, really so excited to be able to be here with you every week because it's so important to get this thing right. You know, you deserve to have a happy marriage. You deserve to have a happy relationship. And it's not that hard. It's just a matter of knowing the principles. Nothing is yours until you understand it. So we're just going to get to the principles. But I want to tell you a story. This story is about a young lady that's beautiful girl, nice girl, sweet. You know, she's actually somebody that you would have expected that she was already married by that time. She was probably about 33 at the time. And she had a pastor who happened to call her one day and ask her what she was doing. And that young girl really, she actually had a plan to go and visit a guy, a guy that she really liked, a guy that, you know, she just met, you know, he's one of those guys that she admired from afar. You know how those guys are. You admire them from afar. Like, oh my goodness, he's so good looking. He's so this, he's so cool. He has so much swag. And then all of a sudden they start talking to you and you're like, what? My crush likes me, you know? So that's what, what, what situation she was in. So she had made a decision. She was like, wow, I can't believe this guy that I like likes me too. So she made a decision to go and visit him in another state. Yes. So she was going to go visit him in another state, drive there. The state was close enough that she could drive there. And she also had a friend in that state. So she could kill two birds with one stone. She could stay with her friend's house and visit the guy at the same time and, you know, and visit with the friend. So she thought it was a perfect idea. And she told the pastor, you know, she's going to go visit some friends. And she told him a little bit about the guy. And the pastor didn't say much, but he just said, you know what? There's something I want you to listen to. And he gave her a message from a pastor. And the message was all about how to get engaged as a woman, because this woman was 33 at the time. So she was, you know, wanting to get married. But she had some challenges. She had challenges getting the right type of people to like her. She was often approached by men that weren't really her type in the sense that they weren't as spiritual as she was. And the ones that she liked didn't like her. Or when I say they didn't like her, they were they liked her, but they weren't interested in moving forward with the relationship. It was more like, yeah, you're cute and I like hanging with you. But there wasn't didn't seem to have anything else materialized besides that. So she was kind of in a position where she really needed that message. And she wasn't sure what was happening because it's like, okay, where's God? But she listened to the message on the drive. The pastor said, hey, since you're driving for a couple of hours, listen to this message on the way. And she said, oh, well, it doesn't hurt. So she got in the car and, you know, how it is when you first get adjusted, you listen to some music for a while. And then she's like, oh, wait, listen, let me listen to this music to kind of help me stay awake for this drive. So she listened to the message 
And she was shocked at the things she was hearing, just completely shocked. Like, what in the world? You know, this doesn't work. This is there's no way this is going to work. Oh, men don't respond to that. That's what she was thinking. But then finally, she had to tell herself the truth. Listen, if I knew what worked, I would be married by now. And this is from a man's perspective. So I really need to listen. So, ladies, let me tell you, that young woman was me. That was me. That was my story. That's how I first started getting introduced to these things and learning about these things. I was actually on my way to visit a guy in another state. Oh, my goodness. Can you believe it? Yes. Talk about desperate. But I didn't think I was being desperate. I thought, hey, I like him. He likes me. You know, like I actually was trying to be nice. I was actually like, oh, it'll be a surprise for him to see me. I think he would appreciate it. And maybe he would have appreciated it. I was seeing it like I was being nice, you know, doing something spontaneous, doing something like we could go there and hang out. And, you know, of course, I'd be staying at my friend's house. I wouldn't stay with him. But still, I just thought it would be a nice surprise. But that is completely opposite of the things I was hearing. And that's a little bit of what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about a concept called play hard to get and easy to live with. Now, this concept is a concept that I learned from that message that I was listening to from the pastor. Now, the idea of this concept is so far out. I'm going to tell you some things to do when you're dating a guy or you're dating, you know, like I always say, date multiple men, as in have male friends, have many male friends, that you're going to fight against it in your mind because you're going to be like, no, this can't work. No, it can't. It, it There's no way this is going to work. The guy is going to, I'm going to drive him away. But it's honestly works. My husband will tell you that the rules work. <laughs> you know, I have a, a nice big wedding ring that can tell you that the rules work. They do work. And it's different from what you've been taught. It's different from what your girlfriends do. It may even be different from what your mom told you. Like, for example, one of the major rules is don't cook for a man. Never cook for a man. You have your whole life to cook for him. Once you're married, do not cook for him. He should be looking forward to your meals. He should be like, man, I can't wait for her to cook for me. Oh, man, I wonder what her food tastes like. He should be looking forward to it. And no man that is going to say, oh, I got to make sure you can cook before I marry you. And any man that does that, just don't pay them any mind, please. It's not important. You know, they would just say things like that, but that is not a game changer. I've I interviewed very a lot of bachelors on this show, and they all say that means nothing. That's not a game changer. That's not going to make them decide between you and somebody else. It's a nice thing. Of course, a man will take anything you give him. Anything you give a man, he'll take it. He will gladly take it. If you want to cook for him, oh, he'll gladly take it, eat your food, love it. I'll tell you to bring him more. Ask him, he'll, when next time he sees you, he'll ask you about that food again. That doesn't mean they don't appreciate it. And he could genuinely appreciate it, but that's not going to win you any closer to his heart. And we're after the ring. We're not after appreciation. Amen? Okay. So let me tell you a little bit about this rule. Play hard to get and easy to live with. So there's two parts to this, right? There's a play hard to get part which I think most of us kind of know how to do that. But you have to make sure you couple the hard to get part with the easy to live with part. Because if you don't, you're going to come across as mean and witchy and all that stuff. So you're not a witch. You're not mean. You're not evil. You always want to come across as a nice woman. Always, no matter what. Even if you stop talking to somebody, you always want to come across as a nice woman. Anytime anyone asks them, do you know any nice girls? Your name should be on the list. Anytime anyone in your life, let's say you 
your coworkers, your friends, anyone that's in your life, if somebody says to them, you know what, I'm willing, I really want to get married. Do you know any nice women? You're, you should come to their mind. Okay. So you always want to be known as a nice woman in any of your circles. You want to be known as somebody that's good, somebody that's nice, somebody that's kind, somebody that's considerate. And guess what? People don't know that by looking at you. So you can have all these nice fuzzy feelings on the inside, but if it doesn't show, it's a problem. So that's that's topic for another day. So try and, and go out of your way to be nice to people, okay? Because it matters. Because your relationships matters. Your networks matter. That Your husband is going to come through your networks. It's going to come through not just the people you know, but the, the people that they know. Out of the people that you know, they know people. So even if you are looking at the men in your church or you're at work or at school and you're not interested in any of them, guess what? They know people. And or if you're someone that's like, oh, I don't I don't get along with girls. I prefer guys as my friend. Girls and I don't get along. If you're that type of person, guess what? Those women know people. They know men that could very well be your husband. But if you ignore them because they're women, you feel like I don't need a woman. I, you know, I get better along better with guys then you're missing out on a huge opportunity. Or if you have older people in your church and you ignore them because they're older, they could have a son and a grandson that is hot, that is spiritual, that is intelligent, that has a great job, that is everything you want. But because you're ignoring that relationship, that opportunity for relationship, you could miss out on an opportunity. So be very nice and be kind. Doesn't mean you have to be best friends, but smile when you see people. Greet people when you see them. Look them in their eye and smile at them. Give them a compliment if you can. That's all it takes. Nothing major. Just be known as someone that is nice. And when I'm, I mention that because as I'm saying these rules, I'm telling you, I'm going to give you three things to do that has to do with playing hard to get. You have to do it with kindness. You have to do it with a tone of kindness. You have to do it with a smile in your voice. So I'm smiling now. You can hear the difference in my voice because I'm smiling. You have to do it with a smile in your voice, right? And you have to do it with kindness in your heart, okay? Otherwise, it's not going to work. They're just going to be like, oh, she's playing hard to get. I don't have time for those games. In order for what I'm saying to work, you're going to have to do it with kindness, okay? Okay, so here's a few areas where you can play hard to get and easy to live with. So here is one. Number one is the phone. Oh, my goodness. Can I tell you something? Women fall in love through their ears. Yes, they do. Men fall in love through their eyes. Men fall in love with what they see. Sorry to tell you, but it's true. But women fall in love through their ears. Women fall in love with what they hear. So if you see a woman and you're asking yourself, how in the world did she end up with that guy? I know his game could not have been that good. I know he could not be that charming. How did she end up with that guy? She listened to him. The more you listen to a man, I don't care if he has one tooth in his mouth and a six-month pregnancy belly. If you listen to him long enough, you're going to fall for him. You Have you never fallen for somebody that you're looking at, you're looking back at it now, you're like, what was I thinking? It's because you listen to them long enough. Women fall in love through their ears. So stop staying on the phone with these men. Stop staying long on the phone with them. Stop having long conversations. Cut the conversation short to protect yourself. Now, what I mean by that is, okay, we're talking for a while. You don't need to talk to a man more than 10, 15 minutes. All these two-hour conversations, oh, we just get along so well. Oh, there's so much chemistry. Guess what? You're falling for him. You're falling for him, and then you're not going to be in a position to differentiate whether this person is a good person or not because you're becoming emotionally attached. So 
it does two things. Number one, what it does if you stay on the phone no more than 10, 15 minutes is it helps you not to become emotionally attached, which is very important in getting to know. Have you ever met someone and the way you thought they were and how they actually turned out to be was night and day? Yes. The answer is yes. Everyone has. Have you ever met someone that you never thought would be a liar, never thought would be a manipulator, never thought would be so terrible? Yes. The answer is yes. But the only way you can get to know someone without getting your feelings attached is to not spend so much time listening to them, especially if it's a guy, not spend so much time listening to them where you're not so attached emotionally. And the only way you're going to avoid emotional attachment is to avoid spending time with them in terms of talking to them. I hope that makes sense. Hope it makes sense. I wish I I wish you could talk back. <laughs> but yeah, so basically stay on the phone as little as possible. 10 to 15 minutes is all it takes. 10 to 15 minutes, no more than that. And if a guy calls you, don't call him back right away. Like, oh, sorry, I missed your call. And we do that with guys that we like. You see how this works? Think about the guys that you don't like, right? Those guys that annoy you, that you can't stand them. You're like, what were they even thinking? Why would they even think that I'd be interested in them? The ones that have no swag, the ones that are just not your type, the ones that are like, are you serious? Like, why are you even talking to me? Those guys, right? Think about how you treat them and how they keep coming back for more. Even though you treat them bad, they keep coming back for more, right? Because you're playing hard to get without meaning to. (laughs) In that instance, you really are hard to get. You don't like them. But that way that you treat those guys is how you have to treat the guys that you like. That's what you have to do. Because after all, the guys that you like, you want them to treat you like the guys that like you, right? The ones that like you, that are all over you, that are calling you all the time, that are always trying to take you out, that are always in your face. That's how you want the one that you like to treat you, right? Exactly. So treat them the way you treat the ones that you don't like and you'll get the same response if they like you. If they don't like you, then they... They'll just leave you alone, which is good for you because it helps you. Another thing this does, playing hard to get and easy to live with does, is it helps you weed out all the ones that are no good. Because if you play hard to get, but you're still nice about it and the guy doesn't is not interested, then he's not interested. At least you know up front and you don't waste. A, let me tell you something. A guy cannot be interested in you and date you for seven years. Yes, indeed, they can. They can date. Have you ever seen a guy date a girl for years and years and years? Then they break up. Then he gets married two months later. It's not necessarily that he was dating somebody else in the meantime. It's just that men do whatever you're willing to put up with. A guy can not be that interested in you and be very comfortable just hanging out with you. Like you're not all that. But yeah, whatever. Why not? Let's just be chilling for 10 years, seven years. You don't have time for that. So play hard to get, but easy to live with. So when a man calls you, right, don't call him right back. Don't even text him right back that, oh, you're busy, you'll call him back. Or you're at work, you'll call him back. Or none none of that. What they're trying to do. Remember, they are supposed to be chasing you. This is a game. How do you catch a fish? You find what works with the fish. You, You get a bait. All these things are bait for them. For you, you're falling in love. This is bait. This is a game. They're trying to see, okay, you know, men know women like to be on the phone. Men men know that women like to talk. Women like to talk about their feelings. Women like to talk about their day. Men know all of that stuff. So this is just a bait for them. So you have to show him that the bait isn't working. So he keeps trying hard. So when he calls you, don't answer the phone for three days. Like don't return his call for three days. Now I know you're going to be like, what? Three days? Yes. 
especially the ones that you like, because you need to know where you really stand with them. Don't answer the don't return his call for three days. And when you (laughs) and if the ones that the ones see, there's two types of men. There's the ones that really like you. The ones that really like you are going to be going crazy. But then there's also some that are just possessive. They're not really like you, but they're possessive. So, you know, they're going to be like, why isn't she answering? Is she talking to somebody? Is there somebody else? There's those crazy ones, too. So you kind of have to differentiate. But the ones that are really like you are going to be like, what, what, like, what's, what's going on? Like, what, when, you know, why hasn't she returned my call? You know, or I called you, you know, they may even text you. Like I called you yesterday, like, you know, don't answer his phone. But when, but the thing is, when you do call back, you have to call back apologetic. Okay. That's the secret. You can't just be like, oh, well, I was busy. You know, I got a life, you know, I got a business. I have this, I have school. You can't do that. Okay. When you do call back. When you finally return his call after three days, you tell him, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. Guess what? My mom came to town or I had this all this exam or, you know, I've had this deadline at work or my business is 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 took on a, another turn and I was just under a pile of work. I'm so sorry. Always show him that you were busy. Right. But always be kind. Let him know that you're, you you know, let him know that you didn't mean to ignore his call. It's just that you're busy. Listen, men love busy women, right? You that you can write that down. Men love busy women. They love confident women. They love busy women. They love women that have something going for them. So for the most part, if you do that, if a, you will weed out all the ones that aren't really interested. Let me tell you something. If a man has decided that he's going to marry you, if a man has decided that you're the one for him, there's very few things you can do that deter him. Very few things you can do to change his mind. My husband, the first day I met him, told me I was going to marry him. And I didn't see how it was possible. But he, there's nothing I did that deterred him. There's nothing. And I did some stuff. There's nothing I did that deterred him to make him change his mind. You know, I, everything I'm telling you, I did to him. And he would tell you that it worked because it makes them what makes a man marry you, ladies, is that he feels like he's going to lose you. That's just it. Point blank, period. If he doesn't feel like he's going to lose you, he's going to take us take his sweet time. So these are some some of the steps to make him feel like, wait a minute, this girl is not just sitting there waiting for me. I better be on my game. Okay. So when he calls you, don't call him back for three days and and but be nice about it afterwards. Like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Oh yeah, you know what happened? This happened, this, and then still keep the conversation short. Just because you waited three days to return the phone call doesn't mean that now you have to make up for it by talking for an hour. And then you guys are on the phone. Then you said, oh, you hang up first. Then he said, no, you hang up first. Then you hang up first. No, you hang up first. Talking for hours and hours. No. After you talk to him, you talk to him for 10, 15 minutes. If he says he doesn't have time for you or you don't have he doesn't have time for these games and you that doesn't mean anything. Don't bother with it. Trust me, if he really likes you, this thing is going to drive him crazy and he's going to start pursuing you even more. So that's number one. Do not talk too much on the phone. Number two is don't be available for every date, even the first date. If a man, I don't care if the man is the man of your dreams. The first time he asks you out, tell him you're not available, but you're available ne- the next weekend. Don't act like you're just doing nothing but waiting for him. And you're not going to lose him because if he was meant for you, if he really, if he's really into you like that, he'll still want to go out with you. That's the beauty of this thing. If a man is really into you like that, he will still want to go out with you. 
Don't be available for every single day. You want to come to the movies? Yes. Want to go to dinner? Yes. Want to come here? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because you want to get out of the house. That's why you should be dating as many people as possible. When I say dating, again, I'm just because I'm not sure if you've listened to all my messages. I don't mean kissing and, you know, I just mean you have male friends and you go to places with them. That's the end of the date. That's it. That's all I mean. So if you have multiple male friends taking you different places, you're not going to get bored. And you may and you may really not be available. It may not be, you know, you saying it just because you don't want to seem desperate. But you may really not be available because you really have, you know, Tom on Friday, Jack on Tuesday, Barnabas on Wednesday and Zechariah on Saturday. You, you may really not be available. So do not be available for every date. Men love busy women. Now, number three is very important. Now, when a man is handsome, if you're the type you like handsome men, when a man is handsome, when a man is very wealthy, if you're the type you like wealthy men, when a man is powerful, if you're the type you like powerful men, they're used to women spoiling them. They're used to it. And, and for most of them, like let's say a man is handsome, right? If he's handsome, chances are he's been handsome all his life. There are some people that become ugly duckling to beautiful swan. But most people, if you're good looking, you've been good looking all your life. So let's assume he's been good looking or he realizes he was good looking since high school and you meet him when he's 30. He's used to women spoiling him. He's used to women acting a certain way around him. So what do you do to set yourself apart, my dear, is that you play hard to get and easy to live with. You act like those things don't mean anything. If it's his looks, you act like his looks aren't a big deal. That doesn't mean you say, oh, you ain't all that. You don't say, you don't talk like that. You don't say things like that. You treat him with respect. You treat him with honor the way you treat any man, but you don't act like his wealth or his money or his power means anything. Or let's say he's popular. You know, you may be dating someone that's a celebrity or you may want to date a celebrity. Pretend like those things don't matter. Those are the things that intrigue him. Another thing that makes men marry you is when you're different from other girls. When you're not falling all over him, when you're not acting like he's so special, when you're not acting like, wow, you know, oh, I'm, you know. And the thing about it is you don't have to act like it. You don't have to say it out of your mouth. If you are so overwhelmed by his handsomeness or so overwhelmed by his wealth or his power, there's certain things you will do that will let him know that. So even if you don't say it, like for me, for example, I was getting ready to, I got in my car and drove for hours to meet a man that we didn't have a relationship. That lets that man know like, okay, this girl's desperate. Now in myself, I didn't mean it to be that way. Was I feeling desperate? No, I, I was thinking, oh, this will be a nice thing for me to do. But I shouldn't be. That's chasing a man. That's that's he should be the one coming to see me if he wanted to. Do you understand what I mean? But I'm sure already in his mind, he's like, OK, I already have her. Once a man feels like he already has you, he stops chasing you. Now, does that mean he stops calling you? No. Does that mean he stops trying to sleep with you if that was his intention? No, he'll still try all it means is that he's no longer putting in effort. He's not he's not going to try and, you know, take you to a five star restaurant. He's not going to try and take you to Paris. He's not he's not going to try any of those things because he knows he already has you. That's the same thing with cooking. Once you cook for a man, he knows he already has you. So once you notice that a man has those qualities or he's the type that is inspired by women, you play hard to get, but easy to live with. You're kind to him. You're respectful to him. You joke with him. You smile at him. You're considerate to him. But he's not all that. You don't treat him different from anyone else. You don't treat him like he's all that, like he's so special. You don't do that. You, when you're around him, you don't, you don't make exceptions for him because he happens to be your type, okay? 
So those are the three steps. There's more than that, but I'll do another. I'm going to do another episode just on the cooking thing because that one happens far too often. So I hope you learned something from this podcast episode. Play hard to get but easy to live with. And don't forget the easy to live with part. That easy to live with part is what's going to make the difference between you and the girls they can't stand because men don't have time for a woman that's mean. They don't. They don't they don't bother with you. But if you play hard to get but you're easy to live with, you're kind, you're sweet, you know, but you're just busy. You're just, you know, have things going on in your life. You just have a life. You know, you show him that you have worth. Show him that you have value. Show him that you're not sitting around waiting for him. When you show those things, honey, you're going to get a husband. Okay, well, have a wonderful day. And actually, this episode that I just did, I'm going to expound on it more on a a training course. It's going to be available on my website at the end of the week. The website is husbandfactory.com. At the end of this week, that training course will be there and then you'll be able to purchase it. Okay, have a wonderful day. Take care of yourself now. Bye bye. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.